bros um it's amal and sarah with another podcast episode can you imagine we've done so many in such a short time like are you guys proud of us we've been so consistent yeah guys look at us coming through delivering all this fun podcast content (laughs) that was so lame why did i say it like that But it's true, we are fun and we do have a podcast. So fun podcast. I know. We have to embrace it. We are this is part of our branding. We have to embrace the podcast life. Like I should you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Maybe we should put this on our resume, like our CV. You know, I was thinking of putting it on my LinkedIn profile because I know some people we actually I'm let's do it. People will be like, Wow, all right, guys, add us on LinkedIn. Sorry, actually, one of my really good friends, or one of my best friends from high school, she used to call it Blinkadink, and now I just read it. I read Blinkadink. Guys, <laughs> I mean Blinkadink. Blinkadink. That's that that reminds, me, that reminds me of that song. Do you know that song? I will shy wallas and malalanki lalalanda play for I was balalon. My malalanki kelim and kelalist my chillalik and salalin could balalai to middle. Do you know that song? I could show that I've left the chat. <laughs> no, but do you know that song? Sorry, Mom, I don't know this song. <laughs> that song, oh my god. <laughs> Can you tell me the name? Like it's like one of those songs I <laughs> anyways um it's midnight your time maybe this is why <laughs> we're acting a little bit delirious <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <clears throat> in all seriousness welcome back to the podcast <laughs> we're going to be doing a really fun episode um it's called book talk <laughs> Love see what we did there so like amal and i we were discussing how um on tiktok well i recently downloaded the tiktok and now i'm just seeing all these cool stuff um so we're both sort of on like the book talk which is like book tiktok i'm on book talk but i i'm also on knitting talk but that's besides the point um (laughs) but we thought it would be fun sorry (laughs) actually a knitting talk yes oh my god it's so fun I get all this fun inspiration about like knitting projects and I get to see how other people do their thing and I'm like oh my god this is so fun for me like I think I spent like a good hour on knitting talk it was so fun oh my god anyways (laughs) for today's episode um we thought it would be fun to um go over some of our favorite books but like favorites in different categories yeah. So we came up with a bunch of like a variety of categories mm-hmm. um, and then named like one of our favorite books from that category. And then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Also, also, um, so my New Year's resolution for this year was that I wanted to read 20 books in 2021. Right. So <laughs> I um, I'm out of those books I've read. Sarah, do you know how many books I've, um, I haven't even told you? I think I've oh read. God. I feel like it's well over 20. 15? No, I haven't read it to me. But I've read oh, 15. Isn't that really good? And it's like that's really good. It's already July. But then you know, like, life is going to, it might slow down a bit when you start school again. Yeah, that's what I was so thinking. Getting ahead of the game. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, I better read now while I can. But I've just yeah. been, like, I've just been reading a lot and I really like it. 
I love it. I love it. I feel like every other time I'm speaking to a model, you're saying, oh my gosh, Sarah, I finished this book and now I'm reading a new book. And I feel like, and then in between the time we've spoken, you've read like 10 other books. I'm like, oh my God, what? <laughs> Catch me up. <laughs> I feel like I don't, I don't read as much as a mom, but I like reading. Reading is fun. <laughs> I think, I think what happens with me is that I just get so like, pulled into the book I just can't stop do you know what I mean so I know I'm gonna sound like such a nerd but it's okay it's fine so I um new glasses oh my god I should wear them but yeah it's okay okay it's okay we'll put it in our little promo post oh my god because we'll be little nerds I love it <laughs> okay um, um yeah so I end up reading like if a book takes me longer that's how you know that i'm like not so into it if i finish it in like a night then you know like whoa this book is like oh yeah um but yeah so like yeah i've been reading a lot of books lately it's kind of fun i think i like during school i'd also slow down so i was like am i gonna even do this whole challenge but then i back on track i love it yes you will i'll be supporting you from way over here <laughs> five books read if i i can do that <laughs> you can books. you can you totally can if you can read an entire book in one night but now you can do it <laughs> so sarah should we before we even get into the categories that we've made should we start mm-hmm. with like the books that we're currently reading yeah that's a good idea do you want to go first okay i can go first and i have a little bit of a story for it right so basically um so I went to the dentist with my mom yesterday, right? This is yesterday. So like, so um, we went at 10 o'clock in the morning, right? And my mom, I don't even know what happened. We were just sitting there and waiting and waiting for ages. My mom even ended up falling asleep. That's how long we were sitting there and waiting for. In fact, we left, we left, we reached the, like the dentist at 10 o'clock and we left to go to our car at three o'clock. That's Are you kidding? Five hours? And that is telling, not okay. I was telling my mom, that's the whole time that I'm going to be in Amsterdam. That's my whole lay- layover. Like, what? Literally. Like, what? You're practicing. This is your practice layover. <laughs> you, know, you know, you gotta practice. <laughs> yeah, but then the fact that I was just sitting and just, like, waiting. But, I mean, we had to, we went into the dentist as well. We did all that stuff. But the fact that majority of it was just sitting and waiting, I was going crazy. Um, but, anyways, so the moral of the story is that while we were there, I started, I read, and I reached, I entered that room with 50% of the book I was reading being read, like I'd read 50% Mm -hmm. of it, and I had, and then by the time I left there, I had read 93% of the book that I was reading. Oh my god. So then I, so it was, it was a, it was a book series, it was called, um, it was called, the first book was called The Kiss of Deception, right, and it was about Mm -hmm. this, it was about this, um, this woman who like runs away, she's basically a princess and it's like fantasy whatever so she runs away from her wedding to a prince that she was like bet- betrothed bet- oh, yeah. Betro- uh, like you know people people who like hear me talk probably think amal do you read like you don't sound like you read oh. how many how many people say betrothed <laughs> betrothed yeah whatever so so she ran away from her wedding right and she goes to this town and then it's like a like it's like a whatever fantasy sea area <laughs> sea area. sorry so then um she goes like she's working at the inn as like a maid and then 
two people enter and one is the one is an assassin who was sent to kill her by a neighboring country by a neighboring kingdom and the other was the prince she left at the altar and we don't know which one is which she doesn't know which one is which like it's like crazy anyways so that oh was my the book. god so that was the book that i was reading yesterday so i came home and i was just like i've read 93 of this book let me just finish it right <laughs> so i finished it and then because i was like so my whole family we were just sitting and like doing our own things right so i was like okay i've read this book now I, then i started reading another book so i started reading that book and it was called the unhoneymooners <laughs> and it was about these two people who basically <laughs> like it's like they hate each other and like they're oh my god i heard about this book and then like they ended up having to go on the honeymoon because (laughs) everyone got sick (laughs) and but i tell you that this book was set in hawaii and then they were like they were like going snorkeling and not even snorkeling they were going deep sea diving and they were like watching the sunset and they were falling in love and i was like bro what a life like what a life what a life it's so fictionized (laughs) and then Sarah, I finished that book, that book, that night. I finished it. No. I was just, because it was such a lovely, happy, easy book to read. I just finished it in like a second. I didn't even cry. I just read it. I finished it. <laughs> I kind of finished Amazing. It. So then That's I started cool. reading. So now I started reading the book that I am on. So can you imagine three books in two days? Like, isn't that wild? <laughs> that is insane. I love how we started it. Like the question being, what book are you currently reading? <laughs> <laughs> I tell a whole thing. It makes sense. Sorry. There's a reason. <laughs> Sorry, it's not always like yeah, this. I don't always read three books in two days. Sometimes it takes me like three weeks to read a book. But like today. It's okay. And, and I started reading this book and it's called We Were Liars. And then literally before Sarah messaged me to say, oh, well, let's start the call. I was sitting on my bed and crying because I just reached the end <laughs> of it. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this has happened to them. I can't believe oh it. My God. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you anything. I'm not gonna, Sarah. I'm not gonna tell you anything because I feel like you should read this book. This book is I mean, wild. Amazing. You're gonna read it next. Rich, rich people. Like it's wild. <laughs> amazing, it's like, amazing. It's like really sad. Ugh. Wow. Okay, I'm excited to read. I don't that. think you'll cry, but I think I mean, you like. Whoa, what's going on? Emotions. Yeah. I know what that is. <laughs> Yeah, and the plot twist is like, what? Oh my gosh, now, I, now I'm going to be expecting a plot twist. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did I miss No, it? no, it's okay. I might forget. <laughs> it's okay. No, but yeah, I oh, or, or I'll probably be reading and be like, oh my gosh, is this the plot twist? Is this the yeah, plot twist? Yeah, so, so I had read the book. I had like seen this book on TikTok, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, the plot twist, the plot twist, the plot twist. So I knew there was a plot twist. But then I, it wasn't what I was expecting, and it just made me sad, or I was not thinking it would be that at all. Oh no, but now, oh my, oh my gosh, okay, now I'm going to be expecting a sad plot twist. But I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like you're reading way too much stop into talking. this. I think I'll still enjoy it. You need to stop talking. No, 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 it's okay. Okay. Okay, so, <laughs> now, now the book that I'm reading, I actually, okay, I finished another book that I was reading that I borrowed from my friend. It was called Beautiful Ruins. It was really good. It was set in Italy. And it, yeah, it's called Beautiful Ruins by Jess Walters. And it kind of like jumps back and forth. It's like a connection of all these different stories and they all like come together in the end. Very nice. Love the description. But the book that I'm currently reading, it's this book. 
Um, if you guys love trains, you're going to love this book. <laughs> it's called Trains and Lovers, and it's by Alexander McCall Smith. And basically, it's these four strangers. They're on a train together, and they're like complete strangers. They don't know each other. They don't have any like connection to each other. But then they just start speaking because they're on this train from London to Edinburgh. Now, the reason why I was so intrigued by this book is because for some reason, I'm so fascinated by Edinburgh these days. I think it's the most magical place. I want to go so badly. So, Amal, we're going to go one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, I started reading this book and it's so interesting because like the you just hear the stories of these strangers as they speak to each other and it's about like love and like their heartbreak and like the future of love and I like I haven't you know I'm only like maybe like a third of the way through but I'm loving it so far so um excited to see where it goes no pun intended because it's a train excited <laughs> for the journey love it <laughs> yeah okay so, so Sarah, Sarah and I have both decided, Sarah and I have both decided that once I finish We Were Liars, which is now because I basically am almost done with it, um, I'll read the train book. And then when she's finished, yes. we'll read We Were Liars, right? Amazing. Actually, I don't Absolutely. trust Sarah to read the books that I recommend because she doesn't do it. I know. <laughs> I just get like, I don't know why. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I know. Okay. So um, I don't know, maybe like a month ago, <laughs> Amal sent me this other book to read. <laughs> it's reason, called heartless so the reason why i told her to read the book is because i know she really likes the show show bridgerton right when i, I was reading this book i was thinking oh my god there's a ball they're wearing cute outfits it's like a gown <laughs> i love this is bridgerton are you kidding <laughs> i told sarah i was like read it read it read it because it's really good but the ending is like kind of wild but the whole book is like really good but I especially mm -hmm. liked it because I read Alice in Wonderland like I started reading it then I finished Alice in Wonderland and then I went back to it so that's <laughs> when I like enjoyed so it. chaotic with your reading schedule <laughs> <laughs> but anyways Amal told me to read it and I still haven't read it I'm sorry fake friend, no. fake friend. Hmm? what a fake friend no <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to books like you see I have my own way there's method there isn't even a method there's just madness like I even have a book that I borrowed from Mariana that I still haven't even like opened yet like I feel so bad so I have like all these books to read and I still have like internship stuff uh, <laughs> feel bad for me no kidding it's all good in the head I know I know I'm just we're just being dramatic <laughs> friendship is still on right <laughs> maybe I'll think about it <laughs> Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed our fight. Now we're going to get into the <laughs> We don't fight, but yeah, let's get on to the episode. Um, okay, so we made categories, categories, right? And um, so we've chosen our favorite ones and we've given them each like a fun little title. Um, okay, so the first category that we have for us today is a book that you read when you could barely read. So, oh, like a book from our childhood basically. yeah a book that we read when we were babies <laughs> but not babies but we could read you know yeah. <laughs> um, okay sorry do you want to go first sure okay so i wrote down two books because i really couldn't decide <laughs> so for the first book um that i couldn't read what, what was the thing again anyways a childhood book <laughs> when you couldn't read yeah, a movie that I read that I couldn't read, which is, you know what, this one could probably be true. But anyways, so <laughs> for the first one, I wrote down, I chose The Phantom Tollbooth by, what's this guy's name? Norton Juster. 
and it's like a children's fantasy like adventure novel which is it was published in like 1961 <clears throat> and so it sort of follows like this young boy who like re like unexpectedly receives like this magic toll booth and it transports him to like this fantasy world called the kingdom of wisdom um and then he meets like a dog and then he meets another friend and he goes on like a quest and it's like lots of fantasy and adventure stuff but essentially when I was like like okay a little backstory behind this book this book um my second grade teacher read it to us during like reading time because that's just what my school did we had like read it read aloud time <laughs> and she read us this book and can I tell you I became obsessed I read this book over and over and over. I just loved it. I don't even understand why. So like from like, you can see me from second grade to fourth grade, I was just obsessively reading this book. I just loved it. Um, and yeah, I mean, but then like half the time you don't really know what's going on. And like, I was too young to analyze while I read. So like now like reading like the little Wikipedia Wikipedia page because yeah oh my gosh exposed and reading the Wikipedia page <laughs> it said like one of the major themes is the need for a love of education but bro I did not pick up on that theme at all <laughs> your second grade teacher was trying to brainwash you guys into liking school <laughs> oh my god and you exposed. fell for it that's the thing you... I fell for it <laughs> now my entire life revolves around the need for a love of education oh, wow. it all kind of makes sense though you know like the kingdom of wisdom but anyways that's my first book um so my second book we've got the wind in the willows by kenneth graham and i think i'm pretty sure this is the first book that i read all on my own like as like you know like one of those like books that you just read for the first time because i don't know like the way i guess i started reading was like with either a teacher or like with my mom or with my dad or just like with people <laughs> but like this is the first book that I read all on my own and it was actually so cute because <clears throat> I think this was again maybe like second or third grade one of my like really good friends um we just started reading like the book together but like separately so we had like our we were like an unofficial book club and like because there was no like texting like you know what second grader like texts in like 2009 like nobody does that so I had an email account and we would email each other about like what part of the book we were at it was the cutest we'd be like oh my gosh I'm on chapter four we're like the badgers like doing this and I'm like oh my god because it's about like all these like animated like animals who are like living in um the forest like woodland creatures anthropomorphism if you will um oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> But yeah, that's like, that was definitely like the highlight of like reading that book. Wow. Um, so cute. Thank you for listening to that. All right, Amal, <laughs> let us hear your childhood books. Okay, so for me, I didn't have like particular books. I had like types of books. Do you know what I mean? So the first one mm -hmm. that I had was the Rainbow Magic books. So they're about like these fairies. Ugh, I don't even know. Wait, let me read the description because it's so hard to say. Okay, so each story follows Christy and Rachel to help their fairy friend resolve a problem involving bad guy Jack Frost and his goblin minions. Like, how fun, no? And I remember there was, oh, like, fine. Ruby the, I don't know, red, red. So they were, they were, like, color fairies. They were, like, dancing fairies. They were, like, music fairies. I don't know. It was so, I don't even know how many. There are probably, like, a thousand rainbow magic books. But they're <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. And then recently I was, like, doing some tutoring 
so whenever she'd be in like school and like be in class i would go to her shelf and i'd take her rainbow magic books and i'd sit and i'd read about jack frost stealing the ribbon off the i don't know what it was really really fun okay so that was my first one right so my second one my second ones are basically all the books written by roald dahl because i feel like the man is a genius like a genius he's a pure genius he's a literary genius of his time <laughs> yeah and i would say that my favorites of roald dahl are the witches i love the witches i can still remember the description of the witches where their their saliva is ink and their feet are square and, bald <laughs> and they have to wear itchy wigs <laughs> i remember and, that yeah <laughs> yeah so um the witches number one and number two i really like matilda <gasps> childhood i mean yeah Oh my gosh, do you remember the scene where like there's like chocolate cake? Ooh, oh my god. You know, whenever I do my hair in like a bun, I always feel like I look like the the, the headmistress, Miss But <laughs> I was gonna say Mrs. Battleaxe, but that's hard, Henry. <laughs> Mrs. Battleaxe! <laughs> the green, like amazed that you know Hard Henry. I thought I was like the only one. <laughs> uh, Moody Margaret, Groot yeah. Ralph. Perfect Peter. And um, oh my gosh, in hindsight, I felt so bad for Perfect Peter. Like, I loved him. He yeah, was but like, he was a bit whiny, you know? Like, I thought he was... No, <laughs> I was Perfect Peter. Think <laughs> <laughs> no, like living he's in such an like, orderly life and just like, he's such a good kid. Like, he oh my just gosh. used to cry all the time, Sarah. And I know that's not <laughs> okay to say coming from me, but like still, he used to cry. <laughs> Oh my god. I remember. I used to, but I didn't. About the perspective. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I Horrid Henry, my little sister used to watch the show because I don't know. I read the books of Harry Horrid Henry. Anyways, but he was not on my list, even though it was like. <laughs> okay, um, kind of crazy. But yeah, okay, so that was our first category. Amazing. Okay, our second category is a heavy one. Our second category is a book that made you sob. Like, cry without even stopping and just sob endlessly and i'm telling you i don't know how to read a book without crying i cry all the you time cry at like every single book literally i'll just be we'll just be talking like that i cried at this book the other day i'm like oh my god which one this time no but then i just oh it just i'm telling you i when i'm reading a book i feel like as if they're my friends and they're my telling me their story about their life oh. and i'm like i'm so sorry bro i don't want this I <laughs> You just have such a big heart as a reader. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, for yeah, me, go ahead. So, for me, um, the book that made me sob and sob and sob and sob, The Kite Runner by Khaled Husseini. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I remember that at the time I was reading um, this book, I was actually at a camp, but for some reason, I remember being very antisocial at this camp. It was like in the UK. It was one of these smiley camps, and I was just like not into it. <laughs> um, and like I just brought this book, but it was also like a fun camp where you could actually like go camping. And there was this one night where you had like a solitaire, like a solo expedition. And I just read basically almost the entire book while I was there. And it was just really like such an emotional moment for me because if you guys have, oh wait, should, I haven't even said what the book is about. <laughs> <laughs> My God. so um it's um it's the first novel by um the afghan american author khaled husseini and it's it follows the story of a young boy named um, amir 
and he lives in Kabul. Um, and it's set against the backdrop of like the downfall of Afghan Afghanistan's monarchy through the Soviet military intervention. Anyways, lots of historical stuff happens, but it's set in Afghanistan. It's a story about a father and a son's relationship. Um, and like he has like at one point, like Amir has like when he's young, he has this really good friend um, who I was he like his sir, like he was also like one of the help, right? I know you read this book, Amal. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, don't so know. he 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 like worked with the family. So yeah, he yeah, you're right. Yeah, he so he had a son. Yeah, like he had a friend, but he was of a lower socioeconomic status, and so that was like emphasized throughout his childhood. And so there's a lot of like guilt, but then there's like redemption in the end. But then there's like this one scene. I won't spoil it for you guys. That made me cry. Just me <laughs> and the sheep. Tent. It was so like, oh my god, I cried. <laughs> it was probably like the second book I've ever cried to. Like I was just, oh my god, yeah. it was so powerful, so powerful. Yeah, but because there's like some pretty like there are some shocking things that happen in the book. Yeah. Um, but again, I won't spoil it. But yeah, that's it's not that. easy to read. Like it's a bit difficult. It's not, yeah. But it's like really, it's a very compelling book. Like you, once you start reading, you just, you can't stop because it also because of the way it's written. But like even the story itself is like, it's heavy to follow. Yeah. But it's also like, it's also like kind of nice because it's written about a culture that we're not like so familiar with. So it's like yeah. learning about culture as well. Yeah. I really like it when authors incorporate like, even just like daily language like yeah yeah it, it, like in um as their like in their descriptions like you know like local words and stuff mm. and phrases so so the book that i have was by the same author as her Khaled Husseini and it's i'm telling you i read both the kite runner and this the a thousand splendid sons and this book i don't even know how to tell you how many times it just broke my heart i know i read this book when i was on holiday with my family in Malindi and I'm telling you the whole house was sleeping it was like the middle of the night and I was just crying and crying and crying and I was like why is this happening because it's just so basically the book is also set in Afghanistan and it's about basically two women so the first woman is a woman is a is Maryam and she's yeah. a legitimate child um mm -hmm. and then the second one was Layla who's an orphan do you remember Layla I remember Layla I also read the book and that's why I'm oh, I'm sympathizing so much <laughs> oh my god okay and they both basically <laughs> ma end up marrying the same man Rashid who this he's the slimiest awfulest man ever like oh my god. we hate him like yuck he's, he's like the oh my god i hate him no word can describe him yeah but i feel like the main like thing about this book is that it's it's like basically said talking about the lives of the women yeah. in like afghanistan during the whole period with the taliban and everything yeah yeah so those books this author he just has a way to make you cry he is like he just really tugs on our heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I also just wanted to give a quick shout out to the book. It's called The Book Thief. And I'm telling you, this book, you don't even, you can't, if you have a heart, you'll cry. It's so heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the book you should read. And I know Sarah also wanted to give a little shout out to a book. That oh, yeah. Like for me, another book that made me cry was The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Um, 
all I'll say is that it was set in Nazi Germany and it was just awful. The book so, so heartbreaking, so heartbreaking. Yeah, the book Teeth is also set. It's also about like Nazi. Oh my God, what are these themes, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay moving on to it on a lighter note. <laughs> Okay, so the next book is a book that made you want to fall in love. So like a romance, kind of fun, lovey-dovey book. Yeah, I mean, personally, I wasn't one to read a lot of romance, but this one in particular, it's a classic. I chose Pride and Prejudice. I feel like I don't really need to explain too much of the story. It's by Jane Austen. It's like, you know, the classic, like it's set in 1800s England. It's, you know, it follows the story of um, Elizabeth Bennet and her... I want to say like three, four, three other sisters and her mom is trying to get them all married. But then, you know, this like fancy man comes to town with like his other fancy friends. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of like love and romance that develops. It's like hatred at first, but then like the two main characters fall in love. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have spoiled it. <laughs> I think they can anyway. saying a book that makes you want to fall in love. Of course, the characters have to fall in love. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, you know. It's, it's, it follows a lot of like emotions. Yeah, so Pride and Prejudice was definitely one that um, made me want to love. <laughs> okay, so for me, my book, the, okay, so it's again a series and I read it like when I was around, I think maybe 14, 15. And it's one of those like, like I don't know, do you, Sarah, I don't know if you know those like Shadow Hunters books, right? Yeah, like, I remember. Yep. Yeah, so there was so it was not the it was not the um, city of glass, city of bones, it was not that one. It was um the clockwork angel and the clockwork prince and the clockwork princess. And I don't even know how to tell you that. I just wanted to like I'm telling you that was the age when I was like, man, boys are actually kinda cute, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so realizing things. <laughs> yeah, so um so it was, it's basically just about like magic and like demons and these shadow hunters who like basically have to slay demons and they like draw tattoos on their body. It's kind of fun. And oh my God. Basically, it's like this one woman and she has like a love triangle between Will and Jem. And I remember at the time I was in school and I was reading these books at the same time as my friends. And I remember I was I was like, bro, Will, man, he has blue eyes and dark hair. Like, can I please? I don't care if he ends up with him. I want to end up with him. You know, like I want to marry this boy. But then I had a friend who really liked Jem. So we were always just like, Will, no, Jem, Will, Jem. You know, so we like, it was like team Will, team Jem, as if it's like Twilight or something. It's the cutest. It's one o'clock. Oops, it's one o'clock in the morning. One o'clock. Okay, yeah, so that was my book that made me want to love when I was like 15. Love it. Okay, so the next category that we have is a book that made you wish that magic was real. Oh my gosh, easy. Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah and I both decided without even thinking that the book that we both, like the series that we both chose was Harry Potter. Because if you don't have Harry Potter, you go wrong in it seven book series it's amazing I know JK Rowling has had is just problematic but it's okay because her work is really great I'm not trying to excuse JK Rowling Harry Potter man it's just a special place in my heart for Harry Potter okay I have a question to ask you how did Harry Potter go down the hill walking walking rolling Humor is broken. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite jokes. But anyways, <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. So I think like magic in that world with the whole like man Hogwarts and everything. I was looking for my letter and I unbeaten. 
nothing can top that like literally nothing can top it <laughs> yeah okay so because <laughs> we both agreed we don't even need to explain it because you have to know it <laughs> we're gonna go to the next one um a book about some randos life yeah so okay <clears throat> unpopular opinion <laughs> sorry unpopular opinion my one of my favorite genres are autobiographies and like biographies like I love reading about somebody's life (laughs) for some reason um so like probably one of my favorite autobiographies slash memoirs of all time is called Falling Leaves um and if like anyone who like knew me in like I don't know eighth grade (laughs) knows me they're like I love this book so much um like I would read it was like one of those books that I would just reread um so it essentially um follows the author's life like this is her biography um she grew up in um China but at a time where there were there was a lot of like economic disparity and issues um so you get a lot of insight on that but um essentially in her family she grew up very neglected as a child because um when she was born she um her her mother died giving birth to her and in Chinese culture and tradition um that would make the child like be a burden on the family um and so Uh, she was treated as though she was like a bad omen, like bad luck. And so that affected her throughout all the later stages of her life. And so once her mother died, her father like remarried to like this horrible like stepmother. She's awful, like one of the worst people. (laughs) Then again, you're just hearing it from like um, the author's side. Mm -hmm. But um, it's just like one of, it's so like heartbreaking, but like you get, you just read a lot about like her trauma and it's like, oh my God, it's, it's really interesting to read as well, but at the same time, like it broke my heart. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. And I think that's very interesting because I've never been one to read biographies. I've the my answer for this category is the only biography that I've ever read. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the book that I got for this category is Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. So basically it's about um okay so the so like the description for the book is like a mischievous young boy who grows up into a young man and he struggles to find himself in a world where he was never supposed to exist because he was born in south africa during the apartheid um so where there was like a lot of racial racism and like segregation um and because he was born with uh, a mother who was black and a father who was white he wasn't supposed to exist so it was like a lot of um like difficulty for him growing up so like I guess like racism and like all of that was one of the main themes of the book but it was a really 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 good book because it was funny and like also educational at the same time because you were like understanding what was going on at the time and it was also really sad not sad but like I don't know it was like very intense it was a really really good book I would 100% recommend it Maybe. Okay, we love it. I, I like Trevor Noah's. I like the only way I or the only place I've heard Trevor Noah, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Noah from was like his Daily Show. Like that's where I first heard of him. Yeah. Is he like? I heard that he's also like comedian. Yeah. <laughs> like, was it funny when you read the book? Like, did he include like elements? Of, like, yeah, it was hilarious. It was really good. Oh, it was a really good book to read. Easy to read. Good... Like very fast. Oh, amazing! That's yeah. fun. The last category that we have for today is a book that you just didn't know what was going on the whole time. <laughs> you were reading it and you were like, huh? What's happening? 
Oh my God. For me, this is like an easy one. <laughs> but it was really interesting. Don't get me wrong. It was a very interesting book. It's called The Sorrow of War. <laughs> Anyone who like was in my English like IB class, if you're listening, you just know. You just know. The Sorrow of War was like the most confusing ass book ever. Like you start reading it, you have to read like if you read it for the first time, you might not have any idea what just happened. So you have to read it again. Like it was that kind of book. Yeah. Um, and it's set in so like it, it's like the background of the book is like the um, the Vietnam like U- U.S. war you know like the the conflict that they had um, and it follows the story of like I'm pretty sure that it would it actually follow like that followed um, the author's like like his own story as a Vietnamese soldier um, and it just like it describes like how this like the main character has lived through so much trauma and like horrible things happen but like it's it's confusing because like you're constantly jumping from like one period of time to another period of time and like flashback flash forward and it's so like what is happening and like at one point you're just like in the forest just like you're in the forest and he's just writing about the forest or like what um and then in the end like and then at one point like there's like a someone who's like reading as like you're reading it as though someone else is like telling the story like not the author anymore and it's like all these different things are happening so needless to say I probably read this book like four times to even grasp what's happening (laughs) but it was really um so if you're into that kind of stuff a lot of great analysis to go along with the sorrow war but yeah that's probably one of the most confusing books I've ever read (laughs) what about you okay so for me the book that I chose was the starless sea and this book, I don't know, I, I read it and I still, I still today can't tell you what was really going on because basically what the book was about, so this, so this like college student, I think he's master, I think he's a master's student. He goes into his library at his university and he finds a book, he starts reading it and the book basically, even though it's like a really old book and you can tell it's an old book because it's like frayed and whatever, like, you know how they describe it as old. And then um, he he's reading it and he basically finds one of the stories that's written about him, like an experience that he had when he was a child where he saw a door and he thought, should I open the door? But then he decided not to open the door. <laughs> that's the whole story. And, and it's like, it's, I was telling Sarah when I was reading the book, I was like, wow, like how cool. They just describe a wall and they make a wall sound so nice. Like they describe the color and everything. But then I don't know, it was like such a wild book because, so there was, it was, it was like a door and then the door would lead to the starless sea. But this, like, I don't know, the sea was made because it was like time and fate had fallen in love with each other. But then, I don't know, the owls had tried to like take them apart. And then the moon had fallen in love with the innkeeper. And then there was a pirate. And then there was a girl who like released the pirate from... But it was also like a metaphor because the pirate and the girl, like the girl kept dying. But then it's actually like the story of time and fate that fate kept dying because the owls, like it was just kept, <laughs> there was a mouse who took the heart and put it inside. And then somehow oh, they God. fell into the sea and the sea was not sea, it was honey. I don't know, there was like keys and bees and I don't know, it was just so wild. And some sword and I don't know, their painting had been there from the beginning of time. And it was like, oh, of course you were like destined to be here. But it's like, why? Who are you people? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, this sounds like you're describing one of your crazy ass dreams. <laughs> yeah, 
that's exactly it. no I'm kidding I'm kidding but like wow that like is one so day you're crazy. running away from one day you're running away from a woman with one eye and then the next you fall into a sea of like honey and then there's a pirate lady what? honestly why does it feel like the author who wrote this was like on something <laughs> she was on crack or something right <laughs> no but like I'm sure there was like really cool metaphors intertwined like yeah, but I don't want to explain <laughs> the metaphors. I just want to read a book to read it. <laughs> I was just telling Ama, like, like whenever I read a book, I like kind of like simultaneously like analyze what I read. I don't know if anyone else does that, but like, it seems like I might be the only one. <laughs> yeah, I think you might be the only one. I can't do that. I feel like when I read a book, I just get engrossed and I can't say, oh, I wonder what the author was thinking when he wrote, when he used a yellow door instead of a red door. <laughs> like, I can't. Why did they choose this? Oh, maybe it's like, maybe it's like connected to this. Oh, and then like character development here. No, 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 no. I'm just, I don't know. That's how I read Little Women. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that covers all of the categories that we have for you guys today. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this fun little episode, learning about the stuff that we like. We were thinking we could do something fun like this. We could have like, maybe one day we could talk about movies that we have categories mm -hmm. of. We could talk about music. Like TV theory, mm -hmm. yeah, like a whole bunch. So, so we hope you really enjoyed our really chaotic telling of our favorite books, our book talk, if you will. <laughs> Go on Goodreads. Oh my gosh, why haven't we been sponsored by Goodreads yet? We don't have a sponsor. Sarah, do you do you have a Goodreads account? I do. I have it on my email. Wow, we should become friends on Goodreads. We should be. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll have a friend. <laughs> so fun and then hey let's we'll do see. it i'll add you right now <laughs> we'll see whenever i finish a book i always just give it five stars i don't know i don't know i'd give anything five stars literally every it's impossible for you not to give anything five stars like <laughs> Uber ride? yeah five stars <laughs> people people you know it's true i only ever give five stars but the thing is i feel like if i don't like it then i will not finish reading it so when i do like it i just like i love it you i love it sorry <laughs> My my reviews are not reliable because all of them. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's okay. It's okay. To each their own. All right. Well, thank you guys again for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Yay! I don't yeah. know if we'll be as consistent now with with our podcast episode. I think the next one we do will probably be in person. Oh my god, let's hope. Oh my god. Isn't that kind of crazy? So guys, be excited for the next episode. It's gonna be fun. Wow. It'll be embarrassing. <laughs> All right, and as always, stay safe.